Hey everyone, welcome to the Communication Coach Podcast, where I'm going to help you to create successful change through powerful and honest conversations. I am your host, Nikki Perfect. everybody welcome to this week's podcast if you're listening to the podcast show or this week's youtube video whatever device you're listening in by whichever social media platform i hope you are having a great week and having a good day wherever you are and whatever you're doing so welcome to another episode and in today's episode we're going to be talking about how to say what you really want to your family now i'm often asked this question because It feels like when we have discussions with our family that are important or that we find might be difficult or challenging for us, it becomes emotional and people find it more difficult to have the normal everyday conversations. So today's episode is going to be broken down into four parts and we're going to talk about emotional conversations, why having conversations with your family can cause emotional pushback from both you and the person you're speaking to, the likely consequences about how we think about them, their beliefs, how they play a part in that conversation, and then finally how to introduce the conversation, because often it's not easy and it can be in the timing. So let's start with point number one, emotional conversations. So for those of you that have listened to me before, you know that I talk about the emotional brain and the logical brain. Now, often when we're talking to family members, husbands, wives, partners, parents, kids, whatever it might be, it comes from a place of emotion. And when we have emotional conversations, our emotional side of the brain takes over and we can be, I'm not saying we are always, but we can be different than we are when we're logical. Think about it. So the people that we love and care about the most, they see us at our worst, okay? Um, And the people that perhaps are not as important to us, we always are on our best behavior. It's funny. Maybe it's a trust thing. I keep looking at this and maybe it is a trust thing that, you know, when we have really deep, intimate relationships with people, then we don't feel that we're going to be judged by them if we are emotional. So the emotional conversation aspect of it makes it harder in the first place. And often what we will do is build up the conversation in our head. So sometimes family conversations are impulsive. By that, I mean that your kids come in, that they start slamming doors. So your immediate reaction is to go something along the lines of, hey, stop slamming the doors. You know, Uh, why are you slamming them? What's what's the problem with you? What's the matter? Don't just come home with all that attitude. And immediately as a parent, we go into that emotional conversation. The child will then push back often and give us an emotional response like uh, you don't understand me or you've got no idea what my day was like and or it's just a door uh, and conversations like that or we might be having conversations with our partners and the it might be about parenting for example or how you're going to spend Christmas Christmas is always a good one I know it's the middle of October and it's a little bit early for me to be talking about Christmas I get it but Christmas can cause emotional responses And then finally, with your parents, I'm 53, my parents are getting older, and I've started to find myself being more of a parent or making decisions that my parents would have made for me. And I wasn't expecting that as I got older, so that's been quite interesting. And when we're emotional, we always look at the world from our perspective. 
because it's our emotions that are driving our behavior. So we don't see or we don't stop or we don't press the pause button to think about the other person. So that's number one, emotional conversations. So if you're gonna have a conversation in your family, which is important, then think about the emotional side of it and think about your own emotional triggers and the emotional triggers of the other person before you have the conversation. Secondly, likely consequences. When we talk about difficult conversations within a family unit, there's often going to be a consequence to that. Now, it might be a family, a family relationship that is causing a breakdown in all the other relationships. It could be, it could be anything. I'm going to use my dad as an example. Okay. So my dad is 82 now. He's getting older. He's sadly been in hospital quite a lot over the last year. He's reconditioning himself to being an amputee so he's lost his leg and being wheelchair bound now one of the things that he wanted to do in one of our conversations recently was to continue to drive now you can imagine my thoughts of course from my perspective and i wanted to say to him no that's a lie i wanted to shout to him no you cannot drive you can't drive, it's not safe, Dad. It's not safe for you and it's not safe for anybody else on the road. But that's my emotional brain kicking in, my protective brain, my brain that wants to A, stop anybody being hurt and also to protect my dad. He would become frustrated about that and I've seen him become frustrated around uh, loss of aspects of control in his life because to him it's more than the driving, it's about independence. So before this conversation, and I'm just using this as an example, it could be anything. It could be a conversation with your kids or a conversation with your partner. I just happened, this is recent, so I'm just learning. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm just sharing the learning that I reflected upon in this conversation. The likely consequence if I go into that conversation and say, hey, dad, I think you're dangerous driving, you're not driving anymore, is I'm gonna get a huge pushback, a huge pushback. Like, who are you to tell me what to do? I'll make my own decisions in life, thank you very much. Uh, if I don't think I'm safe, then I won't drive, and all of those sorts of things. And that will be the likely consequence. The likely consequence is I'm gonna get a pushback, a reaction, and pushed away, probably. And then the third one is to look at their belief system. So I'll look at my belief system first, which is, the worry and the fear of something happened to my dad or anybody else but then their belief system you know my dad's been driving for years he's always been a safe driver he has always um been proud of driving and he's used it you know he used to pick us up all the time he'd come out and pick my sister up he'd drop us off everywhere and and now him and mum being on their own he he was the person my mum doesn't drive so he was the person that drives them around so there's a whole belief system around there about control about his role his in the in the family unit uh, about protecting my mum about being there for her and about the independence so when i have my belief system and i introduce a conversation that is going to be in conflict from my dad's belief system I'm going to get pushback which is likely to create an emotional response in me so I have to be careful about how I introduce that conversation when and where to do it and to think about it before just going straight in temptation is to just I hear my dad say oh I'm going to apply for my driving license and every part of my being is screaming no you know I'm not saying I'm right 
honestly, and I'm not saying I'm wrong, I'm just telling you how it is so that we can learn from this conversation. And that's why I wanted to scream at him. No, dad, please don't get in your car. Please don't send off for your driving license. I love you dearly, but it's just not a good idea. But if I had said that, we know that it would be emotional. We know there's gonna be a consequence and we know we're gonna be pushing against my dad's belief system. So think about how you're gonna introduce the conversation. You can't just have it because it just becomes an emotional car crash of everybody being emotional. So think about how you're gonna introduce the conversation, play it through in your mind, think about where that's gonna happen. And also if you sit down with somebody and say, hey, you know what, I wanna, I wanna talk to you about something really important, then that kind of gets people's backs ready for perhaps a conversation they don't wanna have. Whereas if it's in a far more relaxed area, like walking down and we actually had the conversation as I was pushing him in his wheelchair down down the street to go for coffee so it was a very relaxed non-confrontational situation and they've done a lot of research on this especially parents and kids around the best time to have a conversation is when you're sat next to somebody in a car because you don't have that face-to-face -face. it doesn't seem so serious you're kind of just chatting and looking around and it's far more relaxed so think about how to introduce that conversation so in summary keeping it short today is it's emotional conversations sometimes are the thing that drive family units that they don't want to talk about something and it's often the conversations we don't want to have are the ones that we should be having but they can be emotional there was probably going to be a consequence so think that through what is the likely consequence because when you know all of this you can prepare yourself for it what's their belief system What's my belief system and how am I going to introduce that conversation? Because when we know all of that, then we can sit down calmly in the cold light of day in a logical frame of mind and put together that conversation where we can just talk about that driving. So for, for me, that conversation went a little like this. Hey, Dad, I, can we just talk about driving? I know it's really important to you because it's all about your independence. I know you like to look after mum and take her to the shops. And you're probably thinking that you're going to be able to continue to drive. What's your feelings around that for the future? And then we just open up the conversation. And it was very relaxed, actually. The conversation was very relaxed. And because there was no pressure on either part, we had a, a logical conversation about, about what was going to happen. What was going to happen next? I hope you find that useful and that you'll be able to take those tips into any conversation that you're going to have with your family. Let me know if I can help you further. Just come and visit me or see me at www.thecommunicationcoach.co.uk. Okay, take care. Have a lovely evening wherever you are and whatever you're doing. Hey everybody, Nikki again. Hope you enjoyed today's podcast and thank you for joining me. You can find me on social media at Nikki Comms Coach at Twitter and The Communication Coach on Facebook and thecommunicationcoach.co.uk. Please like, share and review and I look forward to speaking to you soon.